Okay, now let's leave aside uh, songs, uh, film songs, or because there is a lot of music that is not songs, that is background scores, advertising jingles, and many composers who live only from that. They live only from advertising, from creating jingles. They create only background scores. How are we, as IPRS, going to pay them in future? Through our authoritative database. So hopefully sometime down the road, maybe a year, maybe two years, we will have a website where every member, lyricist, composer, as soon as the song is finished, even before it is released, they can upload it on our database. Advertisement, the jingle, they can upload it. We audio fingerprint it. So we know who is the composer. We have the audio fingerprint and we have already started monitoring some channels, but hopefully, because it's expensive again, hopefully in the future we will be able to monitor at least 300, 500 TV channels, 24 hours. And anything above three seconds, four seconds, we'll be able to identify. Now, these channels, they pay a flat fee to the society. They say, all right, we take uh, Mr. Z or Mr. Sony TV or Mr. Star, um, we negotiate a fee, you pay X amount of calls for using music, and you can use whatever music. But we will monitor and we will know which music is being used. And then that many calls, we will then process, match according to the number of seconds each piece of music is used. Now, let's take advertising. Big ads, you see them 20 times a day, for weeks, sometimes months on end. Now that adds up a lot. An ad may have more airtime than film songs or any other piece of music. So in future, we will be able to distribute their share from the money that we get from the broadcasters, we'll be able to distribute to anyone. Even if you're an ad maker, you will get your royalties. And these royalties can be very substantial. If you make background music, whenever a film is shown, it is royalties for you. And we know that background music in a film, a film that is three hours, may have two hours background music. But it may have only 24 minutes of songs. Although the rates are different for songs and for background music, but all in all, background music is generating more money from broadcast than the songs. So, like this, we will be able to create an industry where people can focus on their work, get paid for whatever uh, they do, but have the f additional benefit of a constant flow of royalties. Because, as I say sometimes, inspiration vanishes. You cannot command inspiration. It comes, sometimes it goes. You break up with your girlfriend, you break up with your wife, you, you lose somebody, you have problems, whatever, and you're, my, and you're just not in it.
And these dry patches sometimes go on for years. And what do you do during these years? That is where the revenues, the royalties from your previous work sustain you. So the royalty system is essential. A well-functioning royalty sy system is essential for the health of a music industry, for the creative people. I'll give you one last example. I've been asked to do some background music for some um, very upmarket Indian restaurant, which serves nouvelle cuisine. Not traditional, but really creative, the new creative uh, cutting edge uh, uh, Indian food. You cannot play in such an environment, you cannot play vintage, uh, you know, just sitar and tabla and traditional or ethnic, because the food is not, it is creative. So the Indian music that you play has to be creative. So we need to have what is called fusion music or people who go and experiment in different areas of Indian music. There is very little available. This, the greatest of difficulty we could put together about 18 hours of music, such music that is appropriate for that place. And 90% of this is made by foreigners, not by Indians. Now this is not because there is a lack of talent here. The reason why such music is not available that if you produce this type of music, how will you get back your investment? Radios don't play you, they play only what is famous, nobody supports you. The streaming services, there is no, people go for the hits, while this is background music, it's not hit music. But this is music that is needed. So when it is played, and you don't get the royalties, well, you do it out of passion. You make one album, maximum two, out of passion, but how many times can you lose 10 lakhs? Because it, it's not cheap to make an album. So people who are really talented, after some time, they leave this profession and they do something else because it doesn't generate enough money. And why is 90% of, of this music Indian music made by foreigners, why is so much available? Because in their countries, whenever it is exploited, they get royalties. It makes sense. It, they can pursue this as a profession or at least as a hobby in which they are not losing money. Again, IPRS is going to be central to the health of the whole music industry. It will be central to the financial support of the whole creative community and it is important, it is essential that we make it a success and uh, make a world-class society with a world-class back-end to do all these uh, jobs so that everyone, whoever he is, lyricist or composer, gets the share that belongs to him from the exploitation of his work.